0: Welcome in, corn men. We are coming to you live from 1100 Jefferson Street in Hoboken, New Jersey. I got Gino to my right. We're back. We're glad to have him back on the show. Uh, And just to paint a picture for you, Gino, highly allergic to cats. He took his Zyrtec this morning, but my cat is making sure that he rubs all of his hair onto his backpack so that he takes home a couple treats For this evening
1: Must have been the week 8 Defeat over Iron Dome Uh, He's having payback now So He'll kill me shortly Yeah
0: But this is I mean I told him to do it So Anyway, we're back. Uh, we have an exciting weekend of football ahead of us. There were some big implications that took place in the Thursday night game, as you all know. Uh, so this week, we're going to do a recap of last week's battles that uh, had some big effects on the playoff hunt. Uh, we're going to talk about the current clinching scenarios for that final wild card spot. And of course, we are going to highlight the week ahead and the matchups that are in front of us. Uh, Gino, you've been off for a couple weeks. You want to uh, give a little
1: hello to the boys? Uh, just yeah. yeah say we, hi. Had, we had Thanksgiving obviously on Thursday, and then uh, last week some unfortunate family news. But we're back. Uh, good job on the solo pod. Um, but I think there was uh, some deliberation in the corn um, court court of corn the jury has found that Evil Stevie is not guilty of being a fraud so it was going on for several weeks Um, you know the jury couldn't you know obviously come to a decision a highly public case finally did um but unfortunately now evil stevie is now suing hhc for defamation of character so wow, countersuit a pretty litigious league as you could imagine uh the israeli division especially so of course uh it's one of those things that we have to deal with and uh the holiday season is going to put a nice little hit on my wallet uh from a lawyer standpoint but hey you know we got to fight through these things yeah i mean this is show business so mm-hmm. i mean
0: you take the good with the bad uh, and uh, looks like there's going to be a lot of bad head for Gino, but he's still out here. We appreciate that. This guy's dedicated to his craft. What can you say? Uh, all right. So i are just going to quickly zoom through some of the scores from last week. Uh, just got the big board in front of me here. Unfortunately, it was a crushing glow to the Iron Dome's playoff hopes. I mean, Ju put up a 163 bomb. He would have beaten anyone in the league. That being said, I did not crack the century mark. Pretty poor performance from the boys. So barring any sort of miracle, my season is coming to a screeching halt. and are going to head into the offseason, make some adjustments, see if we can get those defense systems back up and running. Our next matchup, we saw Evil Stevie, you know, those those Diaz-Albertini brothers put up some big weeks last week. He put up 160, doubling the score of his counterpart, Snake Eyes. As we mentioned, Evil Stevie has been exonerated of his fraudulent accusations. Uh, and he is going to ride off into the playoffs feeling very confident with his squad yeah. and very good timing for Keenan to go on the COVID list. He doesn't
1: really need him this week, sure. I think a lot of it had to do with Kyler Murray coming back and DeAndre Hopkins coming back combined for 43 points. But really, whenever you play Tonelli, you should uh, be expecting a win. He got a nice little goose egg from Al- Alex Collins. and. Uh, 21 points from Zach Wilson, but 83 is not going to get it done. But you'll see the congrats, uh, top of the Israeli division, and you could have a pre bye buy um, this week. So it's um, really just kind of feet up relaxing until the playoff time. Oh, and now the cat is all over me.
0: Well, Gino, you did say that 83 points isn't going to get it done, but it would have gotten it done against the HHC last week.
1: Yeah, Um, that was tough. Uh, HHC only put up 82.62, losing to JOS. Um, You know, didn't really know what to do with the quarterback position because I like Tyrod's matchup, but he only scored 1.8, left Teddy on the bench. Um, Nelson Aguilar in the windy, cold, snowy Western New York, he put up .6, and then Boston Scott with a nice little goose egg. Um, It was just a terrible week. It's been a terrible five weeks. Um, We were talking about this before the pod. Around Halloween, it was looking like HHC could sneak into the playoffs, but now he is uh, really a a lock for the third or the fourth pick. So JOS snuck on by. Uh, He keeps his hopes alive for the playoffs, so you're welcome for giving you that win. Um, but yeah, just a terrible, terrible week for, uh, yours truly. Yep. Our next matchup saw the
0: Deshaun's massage parlor, keeping pace with boats and young in the Palestinian division. A little bit more on that when we get into the playoff preview, but a big week, uh, put a little bit of a dent in Motley Jews playoff hopes. They're now battling it out this week with four or with three other teams. But, uh, Impressive performance DMP has not slowed down and he will ride this hot streak right off into the playoffs
1: Yeah, no, I was talking to him at Friendsgiving uh, and he was a little bit worried because Jalen Hurts uh, got hurt So he had to put in Gardner Minshew, obviously no Devontae Adams with a bye So there was some fear in Deshaun's massage parlor But uh, he really wanted to beat down the juke crew of Schwartz and Stein and he did A very convincing win 146 is going to get it done in most weeks. So, uh, you know, hats off to him. He continues to ride Jonathan Taylor, who's really the fantasy MVP. Uh, He is a cornerman MVP thus far. I know he has a bye this week. But um, DMP cruising along and and has a shot um, if all goes well. And he beat Sanchez, which we'll get into, to claim that first round bye.
0: Yep, yep. And uh, you hate to say it, but is Gardner Minshew a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts? Maybe not yeah. for fantasy purposes, but it, it it remains to be seen in, yeah. in the real world. Anyway, moving on, uh, as we mentioned, Boats and Youngho, another fantastic week. He takes down Cosmic Gumbo 158 to 116. He is going to be a force to be reckoned with throughout this playoff run. Not much more to be said there, but uh, Cosmic Gumbo going to need a big win. That being said, he is, you know, when we talk about this playoff breakdown, he's in the driver's seat with respect to points
1: four. sure he controls his own destiny but gumbo has lost three in a row um boats obviously winning four in a row so teams heading in opposite directions where a month ago they were pretty much you know neck and neck in terms of uh, standings but um losing derrick henry was huge alvin kamara was banged up but still kind of in the gumbo's lineup so that's a little strange um but boats just having a you know a typical boats week putting up 158 points um, Godwin showing up big. Cups coming up big. James Conner, newly acquired, coming up big. And obviously that quarterback duo. So boats is, boats is boats. You know, there's nothing left to be said. Gumbo is struggling. But as you said, control zone destiny from a playoff picture race. And we'll see this week um, if Gumbo could get things turned around after a tumultuous last three weeks.
0: Yep. And finally, the Phantoms almost accidentally – Ruining the tank, but the shrimp prevail, locking themselves into the number one wild card spot. Uh, it's going to be exciting. I think they could be a potential landmine for one of the real contenders in the first season of the OG Corn Man. Uh, I think the, the neutral fan is is rooting for the shrimp. Uh, the, the jersey sales for the Shrimp God have been through the roof, and and how can they not be? You got the shrimp song, you got an owner who would die for his players out there. He would literally tee up a golf ball back at the tee box for his players. <laughs> so we're all rooting for
1: your shrimp. Proud of you. Yeah, um, we talked about some lawsuits earlier on in the show. Uh, there might be a big lawsuit coming for the Phantoms. He kept Dallas Goddard on his bench this week, uh, 29.5 points. Uh, would have clearly got the victory if he started in place of Cole Komet. Um, The Phantoms backed that up with, well, Cole Komet was coming off a good week, and obviously with no Jalen Hurts, it might have swayed the performance of Dallas Goddard. Still, there will be a lawsuit and investigation coming. Uh, That's probably more Q1 of 2022, Um, but Shrimp, the, the main story here, Clinches the playoff, gets it done. I think he does win a playoff game. So hopefully uh, we'll get some more clarity in terms of who he plays. But I think we're all rooting for the shrimp here.
0: Yeah, and just quick, quick note. Uh, we've been speaking about all these deliberations. <laughs> uh, the judge will be Bill Nolan. Yes. He will be deliberating all the trials. A man
1: of character. A man of character. he
0: he, he has the ability to be very... Uh, Objective with his decision making. Correct. Uh, except when there's someone underage in front of him.
1: Correct. I, I saw him at the bar the other day. I, <laughs> yeah, of I, course, I said, course. I said, Billy, what are you doing? <laughs> of He's course, you
0: for you. Of course, he did. All right. <laughs> That's it for the recaps. Uh, just want to move into a quick rundown of where we stand with the playoff hunt. Um, Again, I am not liable if I fuck up here. None of us are math majors, but I think it's shaping up to be fairly straightforward. Uh, There are four teams currently in the hunt for the final wildcard spot. Those teams are Jorland Saints and the Iron Dome out of Israel and Cosmic Gumbo and Motley Jew out of Palestine. As it stands, the current Ranking of those teams, Cosmic Gumbo has 1,664 points for JOS, has 1,614 points for Molly Ju, has 1,607 points for, and the Iron Dome has 1,565. So Cosmic Gumbo has a pretty comfortable 50 point lead here. So, if he can get it done, he, he's, you know, what, what, what we'd call him probably a minus 200 favorite to take that final spot. That being said, he does have a tough matchup in the Shrimp. Uh, Cosmic or uh, Motley Jew and JOS, very, very even. JOS is taking on the Iron Dome. So, right there, he can knock one of those people right out of the hunt. That being said, it would be very difficult for me to overcome that point total. Uh Motley Jew taking on the Phantoms. I think for them they're they're they need to optimize the lineup to put up the most possible points. They need the boom players. They got a huge week out of Dalvin right off the bat even though Deuce has this weird like hatred towards him. Yeah, that's fake uh, news. It's fake news. I know he's like doing some weird double reverse mush thing where he hates him. And then he puts up 50 points and he's just, he's edging himself while he's watching those games. But, uh, yeah, I think as it stands, we have these four teams in a very heated wild card race. Um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, we're recording this on Saturday morning. Uh, you know, schedules changing a little bit, but we've, we've mentioned the big game out of Dalvin. Um, Beyond that, there hasn't been too much movement. Uh, JOS actually had a pretty big game from K.J. Osborne and Najee. I don't think K.J. Osborne had anything other than that touchdown catch, and I was able to watch it, and it was not fun. I didn't have much of a chance for the playoffs anyway, but still, you got to gotta keep your head in the game. I think the only other thing that we, we would want to go over is uh, – Israel's division is is locked in in terms of uh, standings. Palestine gets a little interesting. Uh, Boats and Deshaun are playing each other. Uh, Good on the schedule maker, me, for setting that matchup up for the last game of the week or of the season. Uh, That is exciting. Winner takes all. Um, And the shrimp can pass. Actually, that's a lie. It looks like the loser of the Boats and Deshaun game is automatically locked into that second spot because I'm looking at divisional records. They're both seven and two, and the Shrimp is five and four. So the Shrimp is locked into the first wild card. Boats and Deshaun are both locked into those divisional spots. Obviously, though, the first round buy is massive. Um, So we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, Gina, what what do you got to say about about this current playoff picture? Uh, It's going to be exciting.
1: It's only one game on the slate, HHC and Snake Eyes, with zero playoff implications. Um, So it goes to show you how involved the other 10 teams are going to be this week. Uh, Really, everything's on the line. This is what fantasy football is about. Um, You know, really all coming down to the wire here. I do like the 16 playoff format. I know other people were pushing for four, uh, but it makes these things interesting in terms of a late season push, Uh, seedings, buys, everything. so I'm really looking forward to it. I have my prediction on who I think is going to get that final playoff spot. Obviously, we'll wait into the matchup prediction. Um, but it'll be a fun Sunday uh, for someone who's eliminated me, for someone to my left who most likely is eliminated because <laughs> the, the cards or the odds are just stacked against him. Uh, it'll be fun to just watch the league and, and how it unfolds. So it's been a great first year. Uh, it's been a great first you know 13 weeks and obviously 13 and a half because it started on Thursday. Um, but looking forward to seeing how it all finishes from a regular season standpoint, first year in the corn.
0: Oh, and by the way, just so you guys all know, it, it was written in, in invisible ink in, the, in the, um, the Constitution. But the loser, whoever gets the first overall pick, has to send in a video of them sitting on their corn trophy.
1: Yes, and has to call Bill Nolan.
0: He, well, he record. He films.
1: He films. Yeah, <laughs> he might get off to it. We'll see, guys. But anyway,
0: this just out of nowhere became a Bill Bill Nolan episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, change gonna get the I'm gonna get the mugshot for the uh for the for the thumbnail for this that's episode. Gonna be my new, that's gonna be my new avatar. All
1: right, I'm gonna change the channel here, um, but get into the matchups. So I gotta put the yeah Gino
0: Gino's got uh, college basketball in the background. He's he's definitely like losing all of his money. Nah, Ohio State's up. Uh, all right, so we're gonna get into the matchup. I'll try to I'll try to just. I'll run through the matchups because Gino's the big, the big matchup guys, you know, but the, 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 key games this week, as Gino mentioned, there's only one game without playoff implications. Um, it has actually zero implications even on, I mean, technically the first pick can be lost, but I don't think Brad or Tonelli are going to be trying to win. So, uh, just by default, that's your stinker of the week. Yep. Our other games, we see the Iron Dome taking on JOS. As we mentioned, a big playoff implication game. Ndamukong Ju versus Evil Stevie. The schedule maker thought that it would be interesting to have the two brothers face off in the final week of the season. Uh, it could have been extremely interesting if uh, if Nadamakong wasn't sleeping for the first half of the season. Yeah, it's a, but... The dragon has been awoken. Uh, but... A relatively stress free day weekend for House Diaz Albertini. Uh, the taking on Motley Jew. As we mentioned, Motley needs a big week to overcome the point differential, uh, with regard to Cosmic Gumbo, Boats and Youngho, and Deshaun Massage Parlor. That is the crown jewel for the weekend. A lot of money coming in through Vegas for that matchup. Winner does take the Palestinian division. And last but not least, the Shrimp taking on Cosmic Gumbo. Uh, Cosmic, basically winning in scenario, which is all you can ever ask for in the final week of the regular season. So,
1: And if Gumbo does win this week and he is in, he will be on the pod next week. That's already confirmed.
0: Oh yeah it, is a yeah, it is confirmed. You know, it's always great when you got a when you got a co host producer making moves. Uh, you know, I don't even need to ask this guy to do anything, and he's just out here making moves. He's getting us sponsors. He's getting us. He's getting us uh, guests. He's bringing. Streams. He's bringing beers over. He's great. This, this guy's great. What, what, what more can not I ask for? <laughs> no, no, Riz, no no, 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 not not, a, not one not o'clock not on a Saturday. 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 No, 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 no. Saturday. God, no. Playoffs. But that being said, if we did, the episode would be like, you would think you were listening to it on one and a half speed, but we would just be us talking.
1: <laughs> we would go on. It would be a three-hour three <laughs> three show. Um, but let's dive into HHC and Snake Eyes. We'll keep this one really, really short because it's the stinker. Um, both teams have been eliminated. Both teams are on losing streaks. Snake Eyes, four game. HHC, five game. Uh, I will say, despite the 4-9 record, 1,702 points for HHC is currently fourth. Um, so it's actually more than 10-3 Evil Stevie. So again, I don't think Evil Stevie is gonna win the defamation case against HHCB.
0: But you're you're doubling down.
1: Because I have <laughs> however he's not a fraud because he's 10-3. But defamation, uh, we're, we're still to be seen. Um anyway, Tyrod Taylor is now bench, so I have Teddy Bridgewater as Lamar Jackson against Zach Wilson and Kirk Cousins, who put up 15. Um, I get some juice back from the running back position, Nick Chubb off a bye, Darrell Henderson from injury, um, and obviously from Snake Guy's perspective, his running back just beat up Alex Collins, Khalil Herbert, who actually might see more time. Um, again, it, it's not a great match across the board from a wide receiver standpoint. Snake St. Guy's has two current Jets and one former jet and Robbie Anderson, um, HHC with uh, the injury. Obviously, Robert Woods has been really rolling out Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, and Tyler Boyd for the past three weeks. Um, interesting. Snake Eyes is going with Noah Fant, Travis Kelsey uh, combination. Where HHC has Dawson Knox has been you know, fantastic for a one dollar contract. But um, as of right now, there is a, a large, large projected points for HHC at 140. I don't see myself scoring 140, but I do see myself beating Snake Eyes because really anyone can beat Snake Eyes as long as they. Fill out a roster of nine active players, so I'll give this one HHC one twenty-six, Snake Eyes one fifteen. You know, we'll keep it within twelve points. But I see myself kind of finishing the regular season five and nine. Snake Eyes fighting for that number one overall seed. Sorry, number one overall pick. I think he does get it. Um, finishing three and eleven. So congrats, Finelli. Tanking this year, eyes set on the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna agree with that. Logic for this game um, I mentioned it last week When I was doing the uh, breakdown For the playoffs Gino You 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 got a little bit screwed over With your points against It happens yeah. It happens but... injuries. I
1: mean You lose Woods You lose J.K. Dobbins You lose Irv Smith It's tough uh, And you have a lot of money Tied up elsewhere But it is what it
0: is you know? It is what it is And we'll see if he could uh, Bring the magic Over to next season um, Moving on Let's see, where, where do we want to go here? To you, coach. All
1: right. sponsors, and direct the show.
0: Okay, so, well, let's, you know, let's, let's start with my matchup. We'll, we'll head over to uh, JOS taking on the Iron Dome. Uh, as it stands, I don't know if this is a live projection or not, but it's currently, as it stands, the JOS are projected 128, Iron Dome 109. I haven't had anyone go yet, um, but that being said, JOS has already booked 27.5 points from Najee and 16.8 from KJ Osborne. I believe both of those numbers are higher than the projection before the game started. Uh, It's looking pretty good for JOS. They've had quite the late season resurgence. Um, Derek Carr and Mahomes are playing each other. Uh, They have both been really bad of late. Um, They both are facing bad defenses so this might be a get back on track game for both of them um mark ingram i would hate to be starting him yeah, uh but uh yeah the options are not great elsewhere probably zach moss yeah but- well hey how about we uh shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of by, so
1: it looks like the moss man Will be in there, but what's what's that? Six points. Yeah, I mean, listen, I
0: got I got DeAndre Swift in my lineup, so I got to make a change there. Sure. I think I'll probably go to David Johnson. Sexy Rexy? Yeah, I don't know. One of the. Oh, it's goo. bad. It's goo. Yeah, it's a goo. Long story short, I've been picking myself all year. Week week fourteen, I'm taking Jos. Uh, I I just don't see the route to victory for me here. Um, so i'm gonna say jos puts up a pretty solid number 135 iron dome 110.
1: yeah i respect that um, obviously the projection or, or predictions but it changed um saturday morning compared to maybe thursday morning before the 27 point bomb from naji and 16.8 from kj osborne but i know you mentioned patrick has been struggling the last time they played the raiders which is actually three weeks ago uh, mahomes put up his High on the season, so I do expect another really big game from Mahomes. That game's actually in Kansas City now. Um, Derek Carr still remains to be seen, but you know, look at JOS over the past few weeks. Got a lot of really good production from Odell Beckham, newly acquired Ram. You got some good production from Van Jefferson, still a Ram. Um, not really sure on Tyler Higby. Um, he kind of floats in that, you know, six to
0: 12. Is he's starting three Rams?
1: Three Rams, uh, I actually don't hate the logic though, so I was going to say. They're You're getting behind. a touchdown. They're probably going to be playing from behind. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time they played the Cardinals in. Um, I was going to say. The yes, Cardinals. they got smoked. They got smoked in SoFi. Um, this game, Monday night, so you have some stuff in the back pocket. Do I think he'll need all three guys to show up big? No, I think he's going to be well ahead before. As it stands right now, it's an 81% win probability for JOS. That's probably fair, considering that you have to. You know, sub out for DeAndre Swift. Um, I do like the CD Lamb matchup that you have because the R word secondary is pretty bad. Um, but to be honest, there's not really too much to love. I don't love Hooper. Um, no one Joku. No, yeah, but still, I just don't love Hooper. Uh, I don't love Christian Kirk, uh, Kirk. Marvin Jones has been, you know, on vacation for the past four months mainly because of Herb. Uh, Joe Mixon's also injured too, so he's not even gonna lock the play. I think he will.
0: I got the Samaj man on my bench though. Samaj so.
1: man. But I was gonna say that even though you have you know Mixon, P Ryan, and Joe Burrow, the Niners. I know last week they lost, but they were one of the hotter teams in the NFL. So, I think they're going to keep the Bengals in check, and the the Bengals are really kind of cooling down from that midseason. I do like Heineke. He's a good story. Uh, The Redskins, I'm sorry, our Reds have been playing well. But again, I just don't see you coming up with enough points, especially after the circumstances that unfold on Thursday night. So, I'll agree with you on the prediction. I think JOS wins. I'm going to give him a 134 to a 116, uh, winning comfortably by 20 points. All
0: right. I appreciate that. Next matchup. We got the Battle of the Diaz Brothers. Uh, Evil Stevie had Pat Fryermuth and Chase Claypool. Gino is really pushing hard for this defamation. He didn't say it. His lawyer advised against it. But uh, Clay Mool... Chase Claymore put up 15 points last night, including the most boneheaded first down celebration I have ever seen. That being said, he knew that he got a half a point for Evil Stevie on that first down, yep. and he had to celebrate it. Uh, and then Frymuth kind of plodded along. He got his touchdown, 11.7 points. So Evil Stevie's got 26.7. Nadamakon hasn't seen anybody play yet. uh I am going to roll with the hot hand here and take Nadamakong over Evil Stevie. I think that the locker room of the Evil Steve mans know that they have a first round buy. They don't need to really have to work so hard. As it stands, it's 148 projection for Nadamakong and 140. So those are are two big boy numbers right there. But I think uh, Big Brother uh, pulls it out this week, imposes his will. and I think, uh, you know, setting up for potential playoff fireworks if these two teams can find each other uh, later in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that would be great to see. I'm going to have to agree with you as well. I think Eagle Stevie really has kind of kicked his feet up, rightfully winning the division and earning that first-round buy and run a world seed in Israeli. Really, uh, and despite, like you said, a 15-point effort from Claypool, an 11.7 from French Fryerbooth, he's still projected to lose, uh, only a 39% win percentage. Look at the Dominican Jew. um, Right off the bat, I noticed that Debo Samuel was still on the bench. He probably will play. So that's even more firepower when you transfer him into the lineup to probably take out Trey Smith. Um, But let's talk about who's hot. And the Dominican Jew is scorching Uh, Justin Herbert, who is, I believe, the second highest point producer in all four men from quarterback positions. You have Aaron Rodgers off a bye going against a team he hates in Chicago at home. Uh, Clyde Edwards Halair, I think, is in for a big game because the Raiders play that soft zone. Antonio Gibson has been really good over the past few weeks. And Josh Jacobs. I oh, shit.
0: Did <laughs> uh, this die? No, I think you unplugged it like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> like, push that in. Like, push that thing in a little bit. No, no, no. It's not off, but I think the.
1: Talk? Yep. Let me see It's flashing
0: eight. Oh no, this died over here.
1: Oh uh, Jim.
0: I mean, you pick up on here, but it's like much lower. I'll, we'll make it work, we'll make it work. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna pause this and... All right, we're back. Couple couple technical difficulties there, but uh, we gotta sort it out.
1: Okay, I might repeat myself here. Um, I'm not legally advised to say any F words towards Evil Stevie. <laughs> Um, but I do think he's going to lose this week. Uh, he's ten to three. He's clinched the number one seed in Israeli. He's looking ahead for the playoffs. So I think this week he might take the foot off the gas pedal just a little bit. Um, not to mention he does have, you know, guys like Damian Harris on the bench. Uh, he still has, I'm sorry, on a bye, Keenan Allen's COVID. Antonio Brown's still um, suspended, and then Kenny Galladay's still banged up. So you know, there's still some injuries from Evil Stevie. He's not at full capacity. But Adamic and Jew, we were talking. Before the audio uh, miscommunication, how hot he's been. Um, start off two and five. Rival of six straight wins. Justin Herbert is the second best quarterback in all of corn. Aaron Rodgers is hot, coming off a of bye, playing the Bears. I do like Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Antonio Gibson to keep producing, uh, like they have been in previous weeks. Um, and then I mentioned before, but Debo Samuel right now is on the bench. I think he might play. So if he's in the lineup, Traquan Smith is out of the lineup. Another guy who's been really hot is T. Higgins. Um, And then obviously probably the hottest player in all of corn is George Kittle. Um, So he's been scorching ever since coming off the bye and obviously had a few weeks missed for injury. So I see the train keep trucking along for Ndamukong Jew. I know it's projected 148 to 140, so some high numbers, as you said. I'm going to go above that. I say 152 for Ndamukong Jew to 136 for Evil Stevie. A comfortable win uh, for Ndamukong Jew as he gets that second seed in Israeli division.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's uh 152 rolling into the playoffs. That is scary for whoever he's got to play against mm-hmm. next week. Uh, okay. Moving on. We see Ziff phantoms at three and 10 taking on the six and seven playoff hopeful Motley Jew. Uh, as mentioned, Motley Jew had a 39 bomb from Dalvin last night. Sorry. Thursday night. Um, I mean, what can you say? Uh, For a team who needs a really big output this week to find their way into the playoffs, that was a great start. Um, And then, you know, you're looking at Bradley. He had 13.8 points from Deontay, which is very respectable. Uh, But looking at his lineup, it doesn't seem likely that he's going to be able to get this win. I think the storyline here is less around who wins and more about how many points the Jews can put up in a victory. So I am going ahead and saying confidently that Motley Jew will get a win, uh, locking up, I believe, the second overall pick for Bradley. I say that, so they're currently projected 170 points, which that would make things interesting. Uh, I still don't know if they put up more than 50 points than Cosmic, but... We will see. Uh, he's still got to win his matchup. I am going to say that they don't quite get to the 170 mark. I'm going to say 150 to 112.
1: Big win for Motley Jew. I agree with you. It started with a absolute monster performance from Dalvin Cook on Thursday night. I have to check to see if that's the most. I think Derrick Henry might have had like a 45, 50-point bomb. But 200 yards and two touchdowns, um, that should win you any week regardless of how the rest of your team does. But I actually like Motley Jew to get into the playoffs. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, He needs a win, a Cosmic Gumbo loss, and to outscore JOS by seven, if JOS does in fact beat Iron Dome, which we just predicted. Um, So I like Motley Jew to sneak into the playoffs. Uh, This brain trust of Schwartz and Stein has been very aggressive. Um, Some head-scratching moves, especially with CMAC. Um, but they were aggressive in terms of getting Dalvin Cook on their lineup. Um, but they hate him. But they hate him. Yeah. Um, they do. Um, and again, some things just haven't worked out. They've won a bunch of close games late. I know the infamous mush over Iron Dome. Ugh, disgusting. Um, yep. They edged HHC out by, I think, three points um, because of a Robert Woods touchdown that wasn't a touchdown because of a holding or a legal formation. So there were some things that Motley you got away with early in November, but – He's still in the position right now to make the playoffs. And I know the Hanukkah season did just end, but the magic does not end. I do like Motley Jew in this one. Dak Prescott should shred Washington. Ryan Tannehill off a of bye should shred Jacksonville. Um, I like Saquon Barkley to run against the Chargers because if there's one weakness on the Chargers. It's their run game. Um, Chuba Hubbard obviously is essentially the number one guy for the rest of the season going against a leaky Atlanta team. Um, don't really love Amari Cooper over the past three weeks, but you have to like his matchup against Washington. Tyler Lockett I think is in for a big game just because Russ has been kind of getting back to form. We saw that last week. Uh, and Corderell Patterson picked up off of waivers. Probably one of the better acquisitions that anyone's made, especially Motley Jew has made over the past three weeks. Um, obviously Gronk's gonna be locked in for kind of Gronk uh, production. He scored two touchdowns last week. I don't expect that this week, but. You know, again, probably 50 yards and a touchdown, uh, somewhere around there. So you predicted 150. I'll say 148. There's no way the Phantoms get to that total. I'm just trying to see if the Phantoms has ever gotten above 148 this entire year. Uh, He had one game of 140. Oh, I'm sorry, 156. He beat HHC. That's right. Um, But seriously, look at the past four weeks, 106, 105, 104, 81. I don't see the Phantoms breaking 110, 112. Um, I don't think they want to either He doesn't want to either, exactly He has to lose, Tonelli has to win uh, Which is probably not going to happen Or he has to outscore Tonelli by Or he has to get outscored by Tonelli by 200 (laughs) Um, So again, Brad has a number two overall pick Uh, Motley Jew, I'm going to give you the win by about 30 points I say it's going to be a 148 to about a 112 type of game Um, Give me Schwartz and Stein to win and get into that playoff
0: Yep. Will the Motley Jews find the matzah in Palestine? We'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, our next matchup, we see. Well, you know, we're gonna skip this one because that's it's the crown jewel. We're we're gonna go over to the Shrimp mm-hmm. taking on Cosmic Gumbo. The Shrimp safely in a playoff spot at eight and five. Taking on Cosmic Gumbo, who, as we have mentioned several times, are scratching and clawing for that final wild card spot. What a fall from grace it has been! Yeah. Cosmic Gumbo had—they at one point in the season really looked like they were a true contender uh, for the throne—and after a litany of injuries and maybe poor decisions, trades, whatever you want to call it, things have gotten ugly. Uh, Thursday night saw a very nice performance from Justin Jefferson, putting up almost 20 points on the Shrimps squad. While Mark Andrews, oh sorry, just kidding. While Alexander Madison, a questionable start decision, only put up 4.2 points. So as it stands, the Shrimp projected 135. Cosmic Gumbo projected 129. This one is going to be an ass clencher for Mr. Andrew Pugliese. I, however, am going to back the Shrimp playing spoiler to his division mate, Cosmic Gumbo, paving the way for the Jews to get into the playoffs. I'm gonna say the Shrimp, 127, Cosmic Gumbo, 120.
1: Agreement, Uh, I know we kinda just touched on it last matchup. I think Molly Jews is gonna get in mainly because of a Cosmic Gumbo loss. Let's start with Thursday. So Alex Madison, you said questionable start. It, it, it is, but who else is he gonna start, right? I mean, in, you know right. Benjamin, right? So you kind of have to throw him in. Uh, you were hoping that maybe Alex Madison got some love. I mean, four points. There was a question though. of whether or not Dalvin was fully healthy. Correct, correct. So I think at the time, you know, especially earlier on in the week, it, it made a lot more sense. Um, the questionable non-start, <laughs> in retrospect in hindsight, is Big Ben, but of twenty-five, you know. Um, he, uh, he could probably end up outscoring more than Jimmy G and Taysom Hill. Well, yeah, sure, but um, uh, you can't fault
0: anyone for not starting that corpse.
1: Uh, that's true. Um, but, again, Cosmic Gumbo, I know we talked to fall from grace. Let's just go back uh, to week five, shall we? Cosmic Gumbo put up 243 points. Which
0: um, has to be a league record, right?
1: It is a year one league record. And that week, might hold for years to come. For years to come. But he was coming off performances in the weeks one through four, 160, 133, 143, 142. Followed that up with 243 points. So everyone was like, holy crap, Gumbo's got the league by storm. Since week eight, he has 90, 78, 96, 134, okay, 84, 116. So you see the downward trajectory. You obviously see the loss over the past but what, three weeks. Th- th- those
0: big outbursts could... Ultimately be the reason why he gets into the playoffs if he can pull
1: out a win this from week from a point standpoint. Yes, correct yes. So again, it's, it's not how you start. It's how you finish, but it is accumulation in an aggregate total from a points perspective No doubt about it. However, though Based on Thursday night you had a really bad performance from Alex Madison and a really good performance from Justin Jefferson Which could have been a lot better by the way I mean he could have had another touchdown if Kirk found him in the end zone uh, midway through the third, but as it stands still Still has, um, you know, Michael Gallup going. Still has DK Metcalf going. Both of those wide receivers going against leaky secondaries. Um, James Robinson. I know there's been some controversy in Jacksonville, which we could spend another hour talking about, Mr. Herb. But I do think James Robinson has a pretty good game on the ground against Tennessee. I like Aaron Jones rested after a bye. It looks like Jamichael Hasty might be RB one in San Francisco. Might be the only healthy Whoa. running back. Debo. Debo, but if JerMichael Hayes plays and they don't have any other running back, that's huge. And I look at Lenny Fournette, and, the, and you know, a week ago I would say, "Hi, ah, he's playing Buffalo. Like Buffalo's pretty good against the run." But you just look at what New England did against them; they only ran the ball. So I'd be surprised, you know, if, if Lenny Fournette gets under 100 yards and a touchdown. I think he's going to be in store for a really big game. Um, Baker's Baker, I honestly think that the Shrimp should probably start a guy like Jared Goff, but. Um, you know, it is what it is. I don't think that, that decision is going to come down to really haunt him. I, I see the Shrimp winning, essentially eliminating Cosmic Gumba from the playoffs. Um, give me a close one, though. I'll say 132 to 128. Really, really close. Um, comes down to a few plays here or there. Uh, you know, it's just the weak roster from the Cosmic Gumba right now, especially at the wide receiver position and the running back position, is what's really holding me back from embracing him this week.
0: Yeah, I mean I I do think it is interesting like does do you look yourself in the mirror and say does Goff outscore Jermichael Hasty? I would say statistically, yes. yes. Just a quarterback should outscore a questionable running back too.
1: We can't question what the shrimp does though. No, we can't.
0: He's he's consulting a god every time <laughs> that he makes his lineup. So yeah. like, you know, that's divine intervention there. We don't want to get in the way of that. Yeah. Finally, we have the crown jewel It's what the people have been talking about for weeks. It was always looking like it was going to come down to this. Uh, first of all, take the playoff implications out of the question. Massive scumble. Oh, huge. But not only a scumble, but one that determines the, the what, what, what do we call these? Like the chic, the Kaiser of... Palestine? I'm not good
1: with uh Yeah,
0: you're titles. not. A, yeah. Anyway, yeah. first round by Crown on your head of Palestine year one. This is big stuff. And it couldn't be two worse people that were fighting for it. We have Bolton Youngho, nine and four. William Sanchez taking on Deshaun's Massage Parlor, nine and four. Eric Pugliese. This one is going to provide fireworks. Unfortunately, we are recording this on Saturday, so there have been a few Actually, no, that's not true. Nobody's played yet. Nobody's, played, Nobody's played, played, yet. played yet. We got a clean slate, people. Nothing here to spoil our predictions, our picks, our analysis. This is great. This is what you want. That being said, I don't even have to look at the matchup. I told you I'm not going to be picking against Sanchez for the rest of the season. I'm going to oh. stick by my word. Maybe I'll make a consideration if and when he takes on the Ndamukong Maybe I will... Consider that. But right now, Sanchez projected 153. Eric projected 125. I think that's pretty spot on Mm -hmm. when when you look at these rosters. I'm not going to do a roster breakdown. I'm going to leave that for my boy Gino over here. But I'm just going to say right off the bat, big week from Sanchez, 158 and 127 from Mr.
1: Bouillese almost exactly the, the score prediction I have let's start off with the two managers um, scumbags you have Sanchez who hosted a friend's giving that got super every, spreader super spreader giving that got Mr. Pugliese sick at the event I think that was I
0: saw him sprinkling something
1: I his thought drink. that was some biological warfare because yeah. I'm fine i am never healthy exactly me insane right and I was drinking like a sailor and hitting vape so if there's anyone who should have been sick it was this guy um but no, Gino I, being
0: loud as fuck at the, at the was, super spreader I giving. Loud. I was loud.
1: I mean, I just did
0: default. Default.
1: I come over for context with my own six pack, being like, "This is all I'm gonna drink." That thing was gone before the one o'clock games were over. Um, <laughs> then I had three more IPAs. Then I had some eggnog with some D Soruino. Thank God Teresa picked me up when she did, or else I don't know how I would have gotten home because um, I would have just stayed there and drank. God bless of, you, T. Yeah, no, she, she doesn't listen, but um, she's a gem. Thank God she doesn't listen. Anyway, Boats and young Ho biological warfare on Deshaun's massage parlor last week. Which you do have to respect. Which I, I do really respect. Yeah. This, this is for all the marbles in Palestinian division. It's for the number one seed. It's for a buy, a much-needed buy. However, I hate to say it, Deshaun's massage parlor is not fully healthy. Uh, he has Jalen Hurts on a buy. Well, not fully healthy, but not, you know, full ammunition. Jalen Hurts on a bye is going to hurt because he's forced to start Cam Newton and Matt Ryan, who are playing each other. There could be a lot of high scoring points there. Um, (coughs) But the running backs right now for the Massage Parlor is Dante Foreman and Sonny Michelle because you have Jonathan Taylor on a bye. Tony Pollard's hurt, questionable, might not even play. Elijah Mitchell, hurt, questionable, might not even play. So it's really not this full arsenal that you're used to seeing from the DMP. Um, To make matters worse, obviously our boy Calvin Ridley is still MIA. So, you know, the best wide receiver core in the the league really has kind of diminished over the past few weeks. Jerry Judy hasn't scored a touchdown all season. I don't think he scores one, but, again, he is playing the Lions. Um, Scary Terry's been pretty bad, too. And Scary Terry, he—, he He's been boomer bust. So when he does perform, he does show up. But again, it's hard to predict. Um, well, yeah, you you thought you were getting like a rock solid, a like seven, 12. eight catches yeah. for 100 Correct. yards a week. Correct. And I think that everyone thought Washington was going to be a little bit better than they were. Um, and then another guy who's been really underwhelming is TJ Hawkinson. He's not even starting for DMP because of how underwhelming he's been. Everyone oh, wow. drafted him to be this, you know, number Well, he's four. out. He's out this week. He's out, but let's just... Oh, yeah, he's, he's not in this week. I, I have to, to imagine him. he'd be starting him over the seal, man. I would imagine, too, even though um, Logan Thomas just got hurt. But Hawkinson hasn't been the guy that everyone drafted him to be. Now, again, this is year one of a dynasty, and Hawkinson's very young. But you expected him to be, what, tight end four or five on the year? He's not. Uh, I don't know exactly where he matches up, but he just hasn't been what you expect. And obviously, EP is going to hold on to him because he's young and he has a relatively good contract. But you know it might be a bad investment two years down the line. On the other side, Boats and Youngho is essentially at full capacity. I know Devontae Smith is on a bye. Um, but would he really start him over the three receivers that he has? I mean, Godwin, monster game last week. Cup wide receiver one. Hunter Renfro in the past five weeks has averaged 15 points a game. Um, Again, James Conner, newly acquired, he's a touchdown machine. Eckler this week with no weapons on the outside for the Chargers, look for him to have a 20 plus point game. And Zeke, I know he's been a little underwhelming in the past few weeks, but he is going up against Washington who does let up some yards against the, the running backs, but also Tony Pollard might not play. So more carries for Zeke. But Josh Allen, Tom Brady, that's where this you know team starts and ends. They're actually playing each other this week. Expect some fireworks down in Tampa. I love the boats to win. I love the boats to get that number one overall seed. I know Sanchez calls me a mush, but I haven't been a mush specifically with him all season because I've been backing him. Give me 155, Deshaun 125. Big 30-point win for Sanchez.
0: There you have it. If we are correct in our assumptions, that would leave Evil Stevie, Sir Keith Diaz-Albertini, and Boats and Young Ho, (sighs) Sir William Sanchez, as our respective division winners and holders of the buys in in the first week of the playoffs, so they will be sitting on their thrones of corn, watching all of their fellow playoff mates do battle. So that's all. I'm gonna go ahead and make the executive decision. The, the, the executive decision that we are going to skip the Fade Geno Five this that's week. All right,
1: that's all. Segments. I
0: can't win a fucking bet for if someone had a gun to my okay, head. Okay, I'll
1: give you my locks of the week. Yeah,
0: right we'll let, we'll let Gino give you locks. I can't even I, if I speak anything into the oh air. Oh my God, he's he's eating me. <laughs> yeah, we got some good good stuff going on. Ray, he tornado, hit me twice,
1: and he just jumped on me again. He hates me. Um,
0: for such a big man, Gino Gino looks so small in I, the shadow of Ray. I hate cats.
1: Um, I have a big win coming from. The Jets. Um, sorry, not the Jets. The Saints minus six and a half on the road against the Jets. Uh, they get Kamara back. The Saints. I'm sorry. The Jets are the worst run defense in the league. <sighs> the Jets are going to jet. I mean, I thought they were going to show up big last week against the Eagles. The Eagles did what they did and they ran the ball very, very effectively, even with a backup quarterback. So that's my first game. That'd be big for
0: my Jets under seven future.
1: That would be huge. My second game, which I'm going to go out on a tangent here. I like San Francisco over Cincinnati. Right now, I think it's minus 1 for the Niners. It started off minus 1 for the um, Bengals. So it's actually shifted two and a half points um, this week. The Niners, say what you want about them last week. I know that was kind of a hiccup in Seattle. But they're one of the hotter teams in the NFL. The Bengals are actually one of the colder teams in the NFL after starting off pretty hot. Um, what the Bengals do, I'm sorry, what the Niners do well is get after the quarterback. And I don't think the Bengals' protection is going to hold up. Um, I really like the Niners with Debo Samuel back in the lineup too. George Kittle has been hot. Um, I think that defense is playing well. Give me the Niners in the close one, 27-24. I think they win and I think that they get into the playoffs as one of those wild card teams. So those are Geno's two favorite picks. All right you know what while we're here. I'll Yeah, give, I'll, come on. While
0: we're here, I just did a quick scan. I'll give you two picks.
1: Exactly. He's
0: back. I like the Falcons plus three. Oh goo. On the road against the terrible, terrible Panthers. They're yeah, so bad. they are bad. Um, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna swallow twelve and a half points Packers against the Bears. I think they just absolutely stomped them out. Yeah I like that too. Uh, who, who, who's doing anything for the Bears with Justin Fields at the helm?
1: I mean, it, Justin Fields even enough.
0: I'm guys. actually I'm starting the Packers defense. In our, in our Bob League. It's
1: in Lambeau. They're off a of bye. I Probably going to be a there. little cold.
0: Oh, Got to season. imagine. Yeah.
1: I mean, anytime you get off a of bye in Lambeau Sunday night, I mean... I mean, they can win by 21 points. They, they will. And Rodgers hates the Bears. Uh, he might take a game off or two against the Vikings and the Lions from a competitive standpoint, but he always wants to beat the Bears. Um, he owns them, as he said back in what we said. He did say that. So... Um, yeah, no, I think that does it for all of us. I think next week is going to be really big because it's going to start. The- yeah, we're
0: dialing in. We're going to do our research. We're, going to, have a, we're yeah. going to have a real run of show that we're going to be going off of. We've been winging it the last couple
1: of weeks. We're going to get some guests. Yep. Um, we're going to get some some new sponsors. Yeah, um, and it's, the, it's
0: going to be, we're, you know, we're getting close to Christmas spirit. We can, uh, you know. The best way to spread Christmas cheer
1: is recording a pot and drinking a beer.
0: Exactly. They do say that. Anyway, I hope you guys are all listening to this Sunday morning, drinking your coffee, popping your eddies, uh, getting ready to watch the Red Zone countdown. This is it. This is where champions are made. This is where you either are playing for the third overall pick or you're playing for that trophy made out of corn. God bless you all and thank the Lord for corn.